Welcome back to another episode of Off the Grid. I'm your host, Kaylee. Now, the Hungarian Grand Prix is coming up 70 laps around the Hungaro Ring. And of course, the drama looming over the paddock is still Mercedes and Red Bull. But heading into it, I mean, Haas and Williams are at the bottom. And they're just kind of hanging out there, battling it out, really for position instead of points. Can Williams get their first point in Hungary? They thought they might be able to do it at their home Grand Prix. Didn't quite work out for them um, as their chain just kind of slipped away uh, when Russell was hit with that, that grid uh, that grid penalty. So, And then Haas kind of struggling a little bit um, like they have continuously throughout the season. Uh, Schumacher is definitely getting a little bit more comfortable. Uh, Mazepin still struggling uh, a little bit. But, I mean, Williams is definitely fighting them a lot. Mainly because they Williams at this point knows that they can fight for points. And they still haven't gotten a point. So, I mean, if you're sitting with only two points between you and the next team... I mean, Alfa Romeo, Antonio Giovinazzi, Kimi Raikkonen, their two drivers are really, you know, they're proving that they can kind of fight still for those points. And, I mean, finishing above pretty much both the Haases and then sometimes even above both the Williams, uh, it's got to boost your confidence a little bit if you're Alfa Tauri because at least there are two teams below you. And I think the... Hungarian Grand Prix. I mean, Kimi Raikkonen has raced several times there. Uh, Antonio Giovinazzi uh, getting more and more familiar with it every year that he uh, races there. So, honestly, I think uh, that Alfa Romeo could be a potential uh, for maybe 10th, P10 maybe for for one of the drivers. Um, But kind of moving on to Alpine, I mean, Ocon kind of coming off of a a stronger race uh, with the British Grand Prix kind of finally getting some points after quite quite a few races without it or without getting any and then of course Fernando Alonso kind of slowly crawling back into uh the points kind of having a steady uh streak of points going on and I mean Alpine it's it's kind of closing the gap between them and Aston Martin and uh you know Seb doing great work contributing to you know, help clean up after the uh, the British Grand Prix. So making Aston Martin look good, of course. Um, and you know, now that him and Alonso are kind of back to fighting it out, two completely different uh, racing teams than what they uh, originally were fighting it out in when they were uh, back at Ferrari and Red Bull. But, I mean, Alonso and Vettel, I think that's just a great little midfield competition that uh, a lot of fans are enjoying. I'm definitely enjoying it. Even though it's kind of in the middle of the pack uh, when they're fighting it out in a race, it's still great to see some of the drivers just really, you know, making it a good race, uh, regardless of if they're trying to or not. Of course, Fernando Alonso definitely likes to uh, make it hard for anyone to pass him and, and Vettel. I mean, a four-time world champion versus a two-time world champion. Definitely going to be a good fight every single time. And, I mean, Lance Stroll kind of, he's just kind of steady at the at the bottom of the the main uh, point scoring. Uh, I mean, finished 
eighth in the British Grand Prix. Not bad. I mean, still getting points for the team. Uh, definitely, Aston Martin wished that they were more like in McLaren or Ferrari. They definitely thought at the beginning of the season they'd be up there. So them kind of heading into uh, the last race before the the summer break, this is definitely not where they wanted to be. They're, I mean, in the bottom half of the standings for the constructors. I mean, Lance Stroll and, and Vettel definitely, I mean, Vettel won, or he didn't win, he uh, got a podium in uh, 2019 uh, with Ferrari. So, and we, he's proven that he can get a podium with Aston Martin. He did it in Baku. Can he do it in Hungary? Uh, and I think that it's definitely going to be a race where Vettel could possibly, you know, slide that Aston Martin up there next to the Ferraris and McLarens of maybe, uh, I mean, definitely possible. Uh, it's a possibility that he might uh, slide uh, in front of Daniel Ricciardo. Um, and if they do that, I mean, heavy points. Ricardo's definitely getting stronger uh, each race that uh, he's getting more comfortable in his McLaren. So really, Aston Martin looking to have a successful race heading into, especially with, I mean, especially with one point dividing them be between uh, Alpha Tauri and Alpha Tauri kind of didn't have the best race weekend. Um, I mean, Pierre Gasly didn't even score any points. And then Yuki Tsunoda getting P10, still getting them a point. But I mean, going into Hungary, I mean, they're going to be trying to, to look for something, get a better outcome than the British Grand Prix and Pierre Gasly proving, having proven once again in Baku, just like uh, Sebastian Vettel did. I mean, Pierre Gasly could easily just come in close to podium uh, contention. So I think uh, definitely Vettel is going to be a, a driver to kind of maybe look out for. Maybe he'll slide into uh, maybe the top five. I don't want to push it, but maybe the top five. I wouldn't go as far to say that Vettel could get a podium here, but I think he could definitely slide into the top five and really help boost Aston Martin uh, into into fifth uh, in the constructors. Alpha Tauri is just kind of going to have to fend off Aston Martin as best they can. The goal is obviously going to be for them to get points, and uh, I think Pierre Gasly is definitely going to be able to, you know, use his knowledge of the track, use his previous experiences at the track to kind of make his outcome maybe a little bit better. Uh, Sonoda definitely not having the best odds um, going into uh, the Hungarian Grand Prix, mainly because, you know, he, he really, he's a rookie. He isn't really familiar with a lot of these uh, tracks that they're uh, racing on and I mean Alpha Tauri after having that weekend it's kind of hard for a team to kind of just snap right back into like a good um, like a good momentum so I think for Alpha Tauri the goal is just going to be get points finish above the Aston Martins get points and uh, hopefully increase their their gap but remain in fifth that's what they want they want to remain in fifth and uh, because really they can't really move up to, to fourth because the gap is so large. But, I mean, Alpha Tauri definitely has uh, a, lot to, a lot to lose uh, this weekend. 
uh, but they also have a lot to gain if they do well. Uh, Ferrari heading into it, they are coming off of a podium, so that team, that garage, is definitely going to be very excited to kind of head into the Hungarian Grand Prix. Carlos Sainz, Charles Leclerc, I mean, both phenomenal drivers. They've proven. I think Carlos Sainz is actually more of a Ferrari, uh, more of a Ferrari driver than he was a McLaren driver. Uh, and I think Ferrari just fits him a lot better than any of the other, uh, you know, teams that he's been on. He just seems to be able to kind of make something happen a little bit. He's found a, a teammate that uh, he's able to really, you know, help in terms of the, you know, they work well together in terms of uh, fighting for the constructors. Of course, him and Lando did really well at that, and I think it's definitely close to uh, to what him and Lando were able to do at McLaren. Uh, but, I mean, Ferrari and, you know, Carlos Sainz, Charles Leclerc doing really strong, uh, especially coming off of, you know, the past few race weekends that they've had. They've definitely kind of proven that they are kind of getting back, getting their momentum back into fighting for, for P3 and the Constructors. Of course, P3 going to McLaren. Now, McLaren uh, finished phenomenally in their uh, home Grand Prix. They would have loved to to get a podium, of course. That uh, didn't quite happen for them. Uh, Lando definitely got to be feeling good about going into uh, the Hungarian Grand Prix. I mean, Ricardo definitely got to be feeling a little bit better, a little bit more confident behind the wheel of his McLaren. Both... I really hope, I, I am a McLaren fan, I'm going to be a little bit biased, I really hope uh, that they get a podium. Uh, it's very much possible, we saw that in uh, the British Grand Prix, that the McLarens can keep up uh, with the, or the Mercedes and the Red Bulls if it's on the right track, and uh, they tend to be able to keep up with them on the smaller tracks, we didn't really see them closing any gaps between the Mercedes and uh, during the British Grand Prix, of course, um, they weren't—they didn't really have to fight with any Red Bulls uh, over the weekend. But I mean, going into the Hungarian Grand Prix, McLaren tends to do really well against Mercedes and Red Bull at the smaller tracks where you have to do mm, a lot of a lot of uh, laps. So 70 laps—it's going to give McLaren. A, a good opportunity to maybe possibly keep up with the Mercedes and Red Bulls. So I think McLaren will pretty much have a, hopefully a, a great uh, weekend for them. Of course, the real, the real test to the weekend is going to be Red Bull and Mercedes. That's been the competition the whole year. Who's going to win? Mercedes or Red Bull? Who's going to win? Verstappen or Hamilton? That's the question going into the season is Who's going to come out on top at the end? This is going to be the biggest point in the season because they're going into the summer break right after it. So this is kind of going to be a good benchmarker for them. Obviously, the season's not done. But the I think really what happened with Mercedes is they just literally unleashed a raging bull. Like, they did not help themselves in the Constructors or Drivers' Championship with the whole Hamilton Verstappen incident. Obviously, there's a lot of controversy around that. There's a lot of, you know, fans blaming 
Hamilton. There's a lot of fans blaming Verstappen. Um, there's a lot of bias uh, around the, you know, one side, then the other side. So, I mean, a lot of people are getting involved in it. And it's really, it's a big issue uh, going into the weekend of, well, is anything going to change? And um, honestly, Mercedes has won their 2019, 2020. Uh, I mean, they had both their drivers on the podium in 2020 uh, with Verstappen splitting the two Mercedes. So it's going to be a close race. It's going to be a very close race weekend for them. If Sergio Perez can do a hell of a lot better uh, than what he did during the British Grand Prix, obviously that wasn't all uh, Perez's fault. There's a lot of factors uh, going into that, and that's kind of why a lot of fans love Formula One. It's very unpredictable. And, I mean, going into the the Hungarian Grand Prix, Verstappen is going to be after Hamilton. He is going to want to win. He has, I mean, Hamilton gave Red Bull this fuel, and they are going to light that fire, and they are going to ride on that fire till the end of the season. They are going to make every single, you know, chance, opportunity that they that they see work for them, and I think Mercedes is going to have some some trouble uh, getting around it, and uh, I think that Red Bull is definitely going to make this a very, very hard Grand Prix for Mercedes to do well, and obviously everything that's going on between Hamilton and Verstappen, it's great entertainment, it's great for the fans, It's gr- a lot of people love watching this head-to-head competition with Mercedes and Red Bull kind of locking locking horns, and uh, I mean, Valtteri is definitely, he's looking to to really perform, and if Mercedes keeps Valtteri, it's going to basically be the fact that he's being a real team player this year. He knows his contract's up. He's going to listen to the team. He's going to listen to whatever they want. If he if they ask him to to move aside for Hamilton, he's going to move aside for Hamilton. And strictly because that's you know that he wants to stay at Mercedes. And staying at Mercedes I think will be good for Botas, but I also think it could be bad. Um there're obviously pros and cons to the whole which driver should they pick. I think regardless of which driver they go with, they're going to have uh, problems. I mean, obviously George Russell is he he's going to be new to the Mercedes team, so he may not be. It could very well be like a, a Pierre Gasly um, or Alex Albon situation that Red Bull had in the two previous seasons, where the drivers just weren't the right drivers for their uh, dreams of winning the constructors. I mean, George Russell is a very good driver. Uh, we're seeing that at Williams right now. But is he the right teammate for Hamilton? Is he the right teammate to put with Hamilton for them to still win the constructors? Because I think Hamilton, no matter what car you put him in, uh, or no matter who you pair him with, I think Hamilton will definitely have a, a fighting chance in the uh, in the drivers championship. But obviously, all, all these teams are also looking after the constructors championship. They want uh, to win the constructors, and they want one of their drivers to win the drivers championship. So. With that being said, I mean, Hamilton may choose Valtteri over Russell in terms of 
of which one he wants as a teammate. Obviously, Mercedes probably wants to bring Russell in to kind of groom him to be the next Hamilton. And uh, I think Hamilton may know that if Russell comes, he's going to switch from the number one driver to the number two driver, if not uh, the next year, maybe the year after that. Obviously, he's won seven world titles, so they may not do it as quickly as they do to with some of the other drivers. But um, I think eventually Hamilton will, if he remains with Mercedes for quite a few more seasons, I think eventually if they take George Russell on, George Russell, they're going to start telling Hamilton, hey, move aside, George Russell's coming up, uh, and we need him to kind of, we need you two to kind of switch places. So I think that's kind of uh, the mindset that's kind of going through Mercedes. There's definitely a lot of possibilities. They could remain with Botas and you know, they could still have a fighting chance. But if they go with George Russell, they could still have a fighting chance in the constructors. Um, but it's kind of just a literally a, a coin toss. And uh, they, I mean, no matter what these teams decide, it's definitely going to be, there's going to be negative effects. There's going to be positive effects. Um, but I definitely think that Mercedes, the big question going into this weekend is going to be the driver's seat, who's going to be their second driver, and then, after that, it's going to be, are they prepared for the the aggressive Red Bull uh, driver that they didn't have to really race against in the British Grand Prix? And in terms for Red Bull, I mean, they are going to fight Mercedes on this whole racing incident until they just eventually give up on it. And then the FIA takes a few points away from Mercedes for the event. I think that they're just going to keep bugging the FIA until it eventually happens, kind of like the whole uh, Racing Point incident. And I think that the only way that the FIA would give or, you know, take away points from Mercedes is if Red Bull just keeps going after them for it just to kind of get Red Bull off their backs. But uh, obviously everything that's kind of been happening, the things that uh, Christian Horner has been saying, the things that Total Wolf has been saying, it's definitely the on-track uh, challenges that they're facing are obviously in the paddock, but I think it's now kind of spilling out even further uh, into this kind of uncontrollable uh, rivalry that, you know, we saw in several years or in just several past seasons just how aggressive their rivalry can be. But it's now <laughs> it's now getting kind of out of hand with with everything that's been happening in the past race. So going into the, the Hungarian Grand Prix, it's obviously going to be, you know, will Red Bull come out on top? Will Mercedes come out on top? Personally, I think Verstappen and Hamilton are obviously going to be P1 and P2. I couldn't tell you if it was going to be Hamilton in P1 or if it was going to be Verstappen in P1. But those two are going to fill up the first two spots on the podium. And then I'd really like to see, uh, obviously, Lando Norris or even a Ferrari up there. Because uh, this whole you know race weekend uh, at, uh, the, at Silverstone, really, it's kind of proven. Ferrari and McLaren are slowly building up their companies and their race, you know, their race teams uh, back up where they can really compete with Mercedes. And I think Mercedes 
having won so frequently in the past several seasons, they've kind of dominated in the sport, that they're kind of slowly slipping back. Um, Ferrari was at the top for a while, and then they kind of slipped back, and now I think it's Mercedes' turn that they were on top. Now they're slipping back. Red Bull, when they had uh, Sebastian Vettel on top, um, once again, they were on top for a while, and then they kind of started slipping back. So I think it's kind of the same routine is happening again and again and again, where one team's on top for a while, and then they're kind of slipping back. And uh, honestly, it's keeping the sport interesting. It's keeping the sport alive. And a lot of fans are really loving this Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton battle that's going on, both on and off track. Obviously, these drivers are not perfect. They aren't going to, you know, always, uh, you know, do the right thing on track. They aren't always going to do the right thing off track. So a lot of the actions, both on and off track, are now playing into the whole drivers and constructors championship uh, drama that's kind of filling uh, the paddocks right now. So Netflix is probably having a field day. Uh, um, It's definitely going to be interesting when season four of Drive to Survive comes out. But, I mean, just the race for the constructors is super close. Four points, uh, not separate Red Bull and Mercedes. The drivers championship, eight points separate uh, Verstappen and Hamilton, so it's definitely going to be a good race. I mean, if Sergio Perez is close, I mean, Red Bull m- may say just take out both the Mercedes or take out at least one of the Mercedes, um, but I don't see that happening. I think it's going to be definitely a lot. If It's either going to go one of two ways. The Hungarian Grand Prix is either going to go just an absolute aggressive race between Red Bull and Mercedes, or it's going to be a, you know, drive as smart as you can, make sure that, you know, whichever car is driving next to you, if it's the other team, make sure that you can get past them without touching them, make sure that you aren't close, just give them as much space as possible, because Red Bull just came out with their, you know, estimated damage on the on the car and it was like an obscene amount of money it was like 1.8 million dollars that are now going to go into you know coming out of their um funds so just a lot of factors are now playing into this drivers championship rivalry and it's great it's great it's drama filled so the the racing is just going to be even better than it was. I didn't know it could get better, but it's getting, it's going to probably get a, a lot better during the, uh, the Hungarian Grand Prix. So, I mean, we're heading back to the regular platform, so it's going to be a great race weekend. It's going to be a little bit less um, kind of unpredictable when it comes to the qualifying, because obviously sprint qualifying uh, isn't going to be playing a factor still kind of questioning if I like the sprint qualifying or not. It was definitely fun and interesting, so don't know if I wanted to see it at every race weekend, but I definitely uh, did enjoy it. So, um, the I mean, the race weekend is just going to be insane for Hungary. There's going to be a lot, of, um, a lot of factors that play into the race, and it's just going to be a great, great race weekend, I feel so. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Off the Grid. You can find us on Twitter at F1 Off the Grid, or you can find our website f1offthegrid.net and you can come back for our next episode which will be reviewing and analyzing the Hungarian Grand Prix.